if your subconscious has a story and knows that you'll quit, it's okay to quit in your in your story. It's okay to quit when you're sick. What's your subconscious going to do? While Arjun is away, Team Arjun's going to play. We're here to bring you our favorite actionable insights and content from Arjun's newest book, Profit First for Lawyers. Profit First for Lawyers is going to accelerate your law firm's growth so that you can profit in every area of your life, not just financially. Team Arjun is also going to be sharing what it's really like to work with Arjun Robbins behind the scenes. So, put your BS aside for the next few minutes and put yourself, your family, your firm, and your profit first. Welcome back to another episode of the Profit First for Lawyers podcast. Today we're talking about how to keep moving forward even when your subconscious is screaming at you to stop. But before we do that, one thing the other members of Team Arjun pointed out to me as we've been curating these episodes is that I haven't been answering my own questions. <laughs> if you've been listening to our previous episodes, you know that we had Tammy on episode two and Zoe on episode four, and I grilled them about what it's like to work with Arjun Robbins. And I'm gonna take a moment now, as they've ordered, to grill myself. So, <clears throat> welcome to the podcast, Carly. Thanks so much for being on today. Can you talk a little bit about your role on Team Arjun? Well, thanks so much for having me on today, Carly. So I am one of Arjun's project managers. Specifically, I manage his book projects. I actually started out as Arjun's executive assistant, but after seeing my giant wall of books, he actually asked me if I'd be interested in stepping into more of that kind of role. And honestly, I couldn't be happier with the change. This is like little girl dreams come true. Oh, yeah. Okay, and what did you think working with Arjun Robbins was going to be like prior to getting this job. Yeah, honestly, I was a little bit nervous. Um, I had heard some stories of Arjun and what it was like to work with him, and I'd been warned that he was hard to work with. Some acquaintances in the business field even joked with me that they were taking bets on how long I'd last, so that was scary. But despite my nerves, the people I had interviewed with so far uh, had been really, really lovely. And my then boss is actually a friend of Arjun's, and he told me that he was a really genuine guy and he really respected him. And my former boss actually ended up calling Arjun to recommend me as his executive assistant. So I just decided to give it my all and come up with my own conclusions. Whew. Okay, so what has it actually been like to work with our John Robbins? <laughs> oh, it has been so much different than I was led to expect. I think the thing that most people who were trying to scare me, what they didn't realize about Arjun is that he is genuinely committed to being the most valuable professional relationship in the lives of those he interacts with. And that's genuine. He absolutely will call you on your BS, but he's never mean about it. Um, I've always felt like those comments when he's calling me out, they came from a place of genuine care, and, and I appreciate it. I feel like I've had a lot of personal growth as a result. Okay, yeah. So now that you do work directly with our John Robbins, what is one of the most profitable pieces of advice that he's ever given you, or that he's given to somebody else in your hearing? Ooh, that's a good question. Well, one of the things that Arjun has coached me up about is examining my unexamined beliefs. So in other words, sometimes I make very rational, valid conclusions that are based on beliefs 
that I haven't fully investigated based on things that everyone knows. So Arjun um, actually talks a lot about this in Chapter 2 of Profit First for Lawyers. Um, He talks about conventional wisdom leading to conventional results and how if you want to be unconventionally profitable, that requires some unconventional thinking. So what I'm learning is to go back to the drawing board pretty often and really ask myself, is this the way it is because it has to be this way? Or is this the way it is because it's just the way that it's always been done? Or in other words, is this a time where I can reinvent the wheel? Or is this the time where the wheel is the correct tool for the job? Yeah, I love that. Okay, well, that ties a little bit into the clip you chose today, right? Do you want to go ahead and introduce it? Yes. So in this clip, Arjun is talking about battling our subconscious need to seek the status quo and how to tell our subconscious to, in essence, take a hike. I can't wait to see it. All right, let's roll the clip. And your subconscious mind is where your heart's true desire exists and it's where your beliefs live, right? Until we're about seven years old, the only thing that exists is the subconscious. It's like a big open fishbowl with no lid. And anything that falls into it takes root and becomes a belief. And the things that our parents and grandparents and teachers and religious leaders, everything that everyone tells us, all of the grown-ups tell us things, it falls in there and it becomes a belief, that this is how the world is. This is what's right. This is what's wrong. This is how it should be. This is how it shouldn't be. This is reality. It becomes our belief system. You get the idea? And then you get to be about seven years old, and then you, you get this lid, and you get your conscious mind, and that's your hopes and your dreams and your goals and your plans. But until you're about seven years old, there is no conscious mind. There's only a subconscious mind. And the thing is that, you know, your eyes, your sight, all of your senses that you use to perceive the world around you, it's all rooted in your subconscious beliefs. It bypasses your conscious mind. It's rooted in your subconscious beliefs. And so when you see something that is consistent with your subconscious beliefs, you have no trouble seeing it. You have no trouble hearing it. You have no trouble perceiving it. Because your subconscious belief already has a place for it to exist in your mind. When you see something, when you experience something that is inconsistent with your subconscious beliefs, that's where you don't see something that's right in front of your eyes. That's where you don't hear something that's been told to you again and again and again and again. This is where you just don't see what's around you, even though it's right in your face. Because it doesn't exist in your subconscious beliefs. Now... Imagine you have a belief. This, by the way, is where all prejudices come from. Homophobia comes from. Racism comes from. All of this stuff comes from a bunch of beliefs that are rooted and planted in our subconscious before we're even seven years old because we're told how the world is supposed to be. This is how little boys don't cry. Little girls don't do that. Black people are like this. Jewish people are like that. Rich people are like this. Poor people are like that. Jewish people are like this. Jewish people are like that. All of these beliefs live in our subconscious. And every time we see an example that is consistent with those beliefs, those subconscious beliefs, it validates it. It validates the beliefs. And do you know what feeling gets triggered every time you feel that, every time you see that validation? You know what feeling it wells up inside of you? Like, I knew it. Love and security. 
it causes you to feel love and security every time you see a validation of your subconscious beliefs. Security, because it tells you that your perception of reality is valid. And love, because along with the subconscious beliefs, along with the stories about how black people are and how rich people are and how poor people are and how Jewish people are and how tall people are and how short people are and how little boys are, and how little, along with all of that are also mixed into it a bunch of messages like, I love you. You're a good little boy. You're a good little girl. You're part of this family. We'll protect you. You belong here. We're proud of you. We care about you. We'll look out for you. And it's like you got all this crayons. They get all mixed together and melted in the back of the station wagon. Right? I'm showing my age, station wagon. Uh, I was there, yeah. And you got all these beliefs, right? And they're all mixed together. And this is what we do in a mastermind. This is what we do in developmental coaching. This is what we do in real mindset work is we peel these things apart and we separate them and we separate the beliefs that are useful and valid and helpful and real versus the stuff that's just bullshit. And we throw out the bullshit and we leave the stuff that actually is useful and productive and valid. Some people believe it's okay to quit when they're tired. Some people have a family story. It's okay to quit when you're broke. Some people have a family story. It's okay to quit when you have enough. Some people have a family story. It's okay to quit when you're sick. Some people have a family story. It's okay to quit when you're whatever, right? Well, if your family story is that if your belief system is that it's okay to quit when you're tired and your subconscious wants you to quit, what's it going to do? Make me tired. If your subconscious has a story and knows that you'll quit, it's okay to quit. In your story, it's okay to quit when you're sick. What's your subconscious going to do? Make me sick. When you're broke, what's it going to do? Make me broke. When you have enough, what's it going to make you do? To have enough. Make you have Feel enough. Like I have enough. Sorry? Feel like I have We'll make enough. you think you have enough. Wow, that was a really great clip, Carly. Okay, thanks so much for bringing that today. And thanks so much for being willing to be on too and letting me grill you. Hey, my pleasure. And really, thanks to Team Arjun for insisting. In all seriousness, this is a topic that usually gets a pretty visceral response from members in Arjun's coaching community. So if you felt this one in your gut, or if it caused a bit of discomfort, you're not alone. And if you feel comfortable sharing your reaction, or if you have any follow-up questions or comments for Arjun, remember you can email us at podcast at profitfirstforlawyers.com, that's F-O-R, and we'll make sure that you get an answer. We've been getting your feedback so far, so I just also wanted to say a heartfelt thank you so much. We really have appreciated hearing from you. And that's what we have for you today, folks. Thank you for joining me. And if you've been wondering why Profit First Accounting Systems, join me for the next episode where we're going to answer that question and more. So stay tuned. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Profit First for Lawyers. If you're enjoying what you're hearing, tell a friend. And buy your copy of the book at ProfitFirstForLawyers.com. Your future self will thank you for it. And we will see you next time.